said latte, you might mean brate. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, how's it going, guys? And welcome to Thursday Live <laughs> Lesson. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joined by Mr. Aaron, the voice Nakamura. Say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And by Mr. Kahai, the legend for again. Say what's up, Kahai. What's up? It is Thursday, 1 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. It's time. I know we're a little bit late, but you know what? That's just how life goes, you know? That's 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 just life. Sometimes you're on time in life. Sometimes you're not on <laughs> time in life. Sometimes YouTube doesn't, YouTube doesn't work. work. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes the streaming things don't work. And you know what? Yeah, just that's just how it is. We we apologize for you know for, for being a few minutes late, but we're here when we're here to answer any and all of your questions. Just that's how this works. Uh, you send us questions, we answer them. Well, I answer them, and these two guys put in their two cents. We come up with a super answer. That's basically how the show works. And after that, we just kind of have a nice discussion about ukulele or just general things. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be ukulele. Sometimes we just fangirl over fanboy, fangirl over <laughs> some like you know <laughs> some like celebrities and some ukulele celebrities. Sometimes that happens, and pretty often actually. So why don't we just get started? And uh, Kahai, do we have any questions for today? Uh, yeah, this is from Mike. Okay. Mike. And he said, I was listening to a couple of podcasts from Abe recently, uh-huh. and one was with Victoria Vox, yes. where she described her stage setup, mm. uh, and the other was on effects pedals that Abe uses. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if Aldrin and Aaron could tell us about their stage setups, mm. uh, pickups, preamps, effects, pedals, loopers, mm. whatever else. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That's a pretty short discussion. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll let Aaron start <laughs> first, because I'll, I'll go right after Aaron's. It's going to be quick. <laughs> Both of us actually going to be quick. Go ahead. Yeah. Wait. What? I don't even know what mine's is called. It's just a di uh, from LR. LR bags. bags. Um, I knew what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the paracoustic. Paracoustic. Paracoustic di. Yeah, paracoustic di. Para yeah. di acoustic preamp. And mm. and that's that's just a di. So mm. like I just plug my guitar mm. directly into the di. Yeah. And then the DI goes into the board, mm-hmm. and then that just makes the signal nice. <laughs> but it doesn't add any effect yeah. or anything, really. I mean, because don't you have EQ on your uh, on your guitar already? So it's... no, mm, okay. No. We just have like I don't have or EQ something? on on my mm. guitar, but the the DI has EQ, mm-hmm. so I can kind of like contour mm-hmm. the sound a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a knob for presence, oh, but no, I actually what, don't <laughs> really know what that is. <laughs> oh, guitar presence. Yeah, presence. <laughs> uh, so like, See, you wanted more presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like the the, the knob on yeah. my guitar only controls volume. That's mm, it. Okay, okay, yeah. Because okay, okay. mm-hmm. it's the um, because I have a GS Mini mm. guitar, and so like the full um, mm. LR bags. The, uh, I mean, the full LR bags like plugin mm. doesn't fit in there, so I had to use the, the mini one. Oh, so it doesn't even have tone <laughs> right. or anything. It's oh, just it's volume. Just there only, you go. Only volume. And um, and my setup is just as easy. Like my ukulele doesn't have any knobs or whatever at all. It just, I mean, this is not the ukulele I use on stage, but it's basically the same setup. It's the same pickup that's that's on this ukulele right now. Um, it's just that quarter inch. I just plug it in, and um, as far as pedals goes. I have this one pedal. I don't even know if you call it a pedal because it's also a DI, basically. It works yeah, as a DI. It's just a DI, right? Um, so, and we've gone over this before and stuff, but, you know, for the sake of, like, uh, for, for the sake of the question, uh, this is the only thing that I use. And I'll get 
to uh, why in just a second. Um, this is an LRBags Venue Isolation DI, but just more commonly known as a uh, LRBags Venue. Yeah. This is a venue. So what what this is is uh, kind of like Aaron. It gives me the EQs. You know, it gives me a gain and a volume. So uh, a lot of ukuleles, um, especially uh, passive ukuleles, um, are kind of weak in that in the signal. So this is great for those of you folks who have passive ukuleles. I have an active ukulele, but it still needs a little bit of a boost every now and then um, because it is a um, an acoustic instrument. You know, it's not gonna give you like that same attack that like um, that that I want anyway. So this gives me a little bit more of that. Um, you know, it has bass, low mids, high mids, presence, and treble. Uh, it also has um, notches. For uh, you know, for the for the low mid and the high mid and stuff, the tune right here. So it goes either from one to five hundred or the five hundred to two point five k. You know, that's like the hertz that you can set those low mids and high mids to in this game. Um, there's a battery check, so well, I just changed the battery and this one's nice and green. <laughs> uh, it has a mute and a tuner, so if you mute this, you know, um, then you can't hear my ukulele. My ukulele doesn't come out because it's muted, right? And um, and you can use that to tune. So I don't have a anyway. Nah, it's okay. It's okay. So when you plug it in, um, the notes shows right here, and it shows like uh, and the lights around it kind of indicate if you're sharp or flat, and you can kind of tune on stage. I love that because I have a very aggressive we style. Could, huh? We could use this quarter inch that you're already plugged in. Okay. Cool. 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 Thank you. So it's like this. So if I have that, then I'm. My G string is sharp. So I just have to drop it down a sec. Still a little sharp. Almost there. Can you, can you huh? imagine if this is how you had to tune on stage? So oh, yeah, get, carry it, right? But yeah. <laughs> so it's all tuned. It's like, you know, it, it uh, all the green is on and now uh, it's hit the red. So that means that that G string is in tune. Um, you know, when you when you click it back again, it takes that out and it activates the actual DI. When you click this, it's on tuner mode and it's on mute mode. Yeah. Um, if you need a small boost, for example, if I'm doing strumming and then I'm about to go to picking, the picking needs to go out a little bit, uh, go up a little bit. I'll hit this boost and that gives me a little boost in volume. That's honestly it. Um, and as far as like other like other stuff, oh, uh, oh before, yeah. So so usually this this yeah, pedal yeah. is on the ground. This is on the ground, and you just step yeah. on it. So you like, you step on these things, and you you, uh, you pretty much dial these in before you start playing and stuff. Um, but you can go a quarter inch to this from your ukulele, and it can either go quarter inch out to uh, to the sound system or to a DI, um, or it can go uh, XLR out, which is kind of like a microphone cable which then acts as a pure DI. So you can go through, there's an output here, or uh, you can go, yeah, and then um, XLR right here. So you can do that if you would like. Okay, so, so it's, uh, what's that? Uh, so what do you do for your live, your typical live? So yeah, my my typical live, it's basically this. This is this is honestly it. Like it's, I, mean, I don't uh, have to plug it in and stuff because um, it, it runs on batteries. Like and plug it in a way that it doesn't need external power or anything like that. So it's really convenient. I just bring this um, and a couple of wires with me on stage and I'm all set to go. Back then I used to, you know, like I used to run a lot of like effects. I used to like... 
um, uh, what is this like reverb? I used to do wah. I used to do phasers. I used to do distortion. I used to have metal zone and the distortion pedal. I used to have uh, like all sorts of. I used to have delays, like two different kinds of delays, and uh, it was crazy. And it was like a big pedal board that I had, and I was playing with a big band and stuff, and it needed all that. If I'm gonna play a song like Amber or something, I'm like, okay, I need. In a certain amount of reverb on it with this Y effect and then that whole thing is like delayed and is going to give me this cool kind of ethereal sounding thing it's it was it was a lot of work but I then soon to kind of uh, soon started to realize that how heavily dependent I was on the on the pedals to sound cool you know like um it 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 went to the point where like I didn't think I sounded cool anymore if I didn't have like a cool like like reverb or sound not me like cool is not the word like i didn't sound good like uh without the without like a nice proper reverb or without like or whenever i'm doing picking it just doesn't sound as good without the delay behind it because it sounds empty but you know it for me i started to kind of take a look at myself and it it reflected um to me as as, as a player that like i was you know i was kind of depending on those and i Felt like I wasn't good enough, <laughs> like you know. At that, at some point, yeah, we're like, yeah. maybe you know, maybe you rely on yeah, your musicianship. Exactly. Like as a the... musician, I should just be good. Like right? I should just sound good. I should just be good. And you know, without all these, like without all these tricks, without all, the, all these like fancy things, without the sugars on top and stuff, it should just be good. And um, so regardless, uh, you know, if I'm plugged in or if I'm not plugged in, it should just it should just always sound good. I can always sound better with those pedals and stuff, but better. I guess is not even the word at that point. It just sounds different. You know, I can make yeah. my ukulele sound different at that point, but not necessarily better. So now when we play up on stage and stuff and we, you know, we do all the, the fancy pickings and the little like uh, parlor tricks that I do and stuff, it's, um, it's kind of cool because when, when people look down at my feet, they don't see any pedals. They don't see any of that stuff. They know that all of the sounds that I'm producing for my ukulele is just, it's natural ukulele, ukulele sound. Ukulele. Yeah. yeah, because at that point, if you're adding like all that stuff, and I know a lot of people disagree with me, but this is just my opinion. Uh, at that point, you, you might as well play an electric guitar. If you know, if you want your ukulele to sound like an electric guitar, just go play an electric guitar already, you know, like already at that at that point, right? And um. And yeah, because the signal it loses, is better yeah. this, the, exactly. the electric guitar anyway. It yeah. loses a lot of like the innocence of the ukulele, the more stuff that you put in there. Because the ukulele sound is pretty distinct. It's pretty, you know, you can hear its characteristics of it being like a nice, happy sounding instrument. And I'm not saying that it has to because it can definitely sound sad if you want it to sound sad. But... Like that's you know all of that just gets um, just gets buried under like a lot of the um, a lot of the effects. So I, I I have been kind of against effects lately. So I was like, oh, now these phasers, and it's kind of weird yeah, because well, like it was a it was a while ago. Yeah, a right? long, 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 long. Yeah. I, I think we I just started getting rid of that stuff when we started ukulele underground because yeah. i was using that for this band called one time that, that i was mm -hmm. in and um after that and i'm like okay well i don't want to carry my pedal board so i'm just gonna use the the delay and, and a reverb that's what i that's what i use i was like okay cool just if it has a nice delay and it has a nice reverb i should sound good then i'm like okay well the delay um the battery seems to just kind of drain on me all the time i'm like okay cool so maybe not the delay and stuff so i took the delay out but i used to use like cell phone trick with the delays and all these yeah. like little stuff that i did but you know that's just like parlor tricks that like 
that's not me being impressed with the like the pedal being impressive, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I'm that's like, really cool yeah, pedal. exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I, at that point, I'm just kind of like, I don't know if I can take credit for you know for like what the what the pedal is doing, and um, yeah, I I really wanted to approach the ukulele more as an artist instead of just like trying to make noise like with it, you know. It's like. I want my art to come through with my ukulele as pure as possible, and that's just that's just one man's opinion, you know. Yeah. Like other people will be like, "Well, you know, this adds this and this adds that." Totally cool, totally fine. But uh, for me, I feel like it takes away from the ukulele, um, and and I don't like that. And it's kind of weird because we uh, so you mentioned Victoria Vox. We saw Victoria Vox um, uh, earlier this year, I believe. Yeah, we saw Victoria Denver. in Denver. We saw her in Denver in May. I want to say May or April. And yeah, she did have like a lot of effects and stuff. And um, I'm just kind of like, I was surprised. Only because like, I just know Victoria to be this like kind of singer songwriter. And she she had that. Yeah. Like the loop stuff was really cool. I was really mm-hmm. impressed by her looping. You know, like that's that's a cool new addition to what she's doing. Because she, she plays um, solo on stage, you know. Yeah. Well, she's been looping for a while. Right, right, right. But then, like, with the phaser, with the, all these other things that she's kind of using now, I just feel like it's it's a little overkill. But I don't know. I'm not Victoria Knox, you know? That's like she's her own artist. I kind of feel like that trend, though, mm. like, Jake, because Jake came out and he said, like, oh, I don't really want to use pedals mm. anymore. And I kind of feel like other players followed that, too. And they're like, yeah, let's not use pedals. Let's keep it pure. Mm. And then I kind of feel like the swing back is that Jake is coming back with like, I'm going to yeah. use the it's pedals cool again. again. Yeah, it's cool again. And then yeah. people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to use pedals too. <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, you got to realize that Jake is playing those like, you know, those big, uh, those big shows. Stadium and, shows. Yeah. <laughs> and at this point, it's like, okay, we get it, Jake. You're good. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have to prove anything at that, at that point anymore. So he can make the ukulele, like kind of push the boundaries a little bit more and stuff. Um and that's like, and that's really awesome. But then, like, he knows that he can uh, that he can play without, it and it still sounds pretty, you know, pretty yeah. awesome, right? Yeah. You know, and he um, kind of prove to himself that it's right, not really right, the it's pedal, not the pedal. pedal. I like... am pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, but for me, I I don't have that kind of uh, security. <laughs> I'm a little insecure about myself, sure. so I'm like, no, I got that. I, I want prove. people to be here for me, <laughs> <laughs> and not the pedals, you know. And that's yeah. and. And yeah, I mean, I can't tell you guys how many like shows, and it doesn't even have to be ukulele shows and stuff. I've seen a lot of like a lot of musicians, even here on Kauai, like that just like loop the crap out of everything, and just like it just sounds like I don't know. I, I'm I'm like I'm not anti looping because I also loop every now and then and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if every song is a loop and it takes you ten minutes to set up the song, like set up the <laughs> loops for the song, I. Yeah. I'm I tune out after the the first minute, you know. Like if you uh-huh. don't start singing or give me a melody line, like in the first minute of this, that's a long time, you yeah, know. Like if you just sit and like and count to sixty, that's a long time. And like and a lot of like a lot of musicians will just like you know. And I'm not knocking on anyone in particular and stuff because like I said, I also loop. But yeah, if the song doesn't start within that first minute, I as an audience member, I tune out. I just mm-hmm. like. So what else, yeah. you know, like I, my phone starts going up and stuff. I'm just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, what's, it's so hard what's, because uh, everybody's <laughs> attention span is, is less yeah, yeah, these yeah. days. So. And I'm not saying that it's not like, uh, it's not impressive or is that artistic or anything like that. But just my attention span as an audience member, like you lose me after the yeah. first minute if, if it doesn't, you know, yeah. it doesn't start. If I don't hear lyrics, if I don't hear a riff or something, like it just, you know. Yeah, I think 
I think it's hard too with like a lot of the pedals, the loop pedals that people mm-hmm. use. You know when, uh, and I I totally I understand it because I have like a Boss yeah. Loop Station XL I think or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, so it's re- on the relatively like cheaper side of loop pedals, mm-hmm. and I think that's where a lot of people start mm-hmm. off. But like that pedal too, you can't really make like. Uh, what people will try to do is like mm. recreate a full band rate yeah, with the loop yeah, pedal, yeah. Yeah. No. and it's it's hard to do that because mm. you're just putting stacking the sound on mm-hmm. top of each other mm-hmm. and not really creating like a sound stage that mm. the full band would have, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you can't specify like, yeah. oh, I want this to be coming out of like the, the left, left speaker yeah. More, yeah. more than the right, or I want yeah. this to sound like have mm-hmm. more lows. You can't really. Yeah. Uh, I I've seen people effectively do this. But their mm-hmm. setups are like way bigger. Like they have yeah. a lot more things. And you're lugging there. that around, you know. Like uh, mm-hmm. if if you're a stage mu- musician and stuff, like you're lugging that. I almost said magician. I guess you have to lug stuff around if you're a stage magician. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're a stage musician, like you have to lug that stuff around. And like uh, for myself, and another another reason being like the travel and stuff because I used to have pedals and we used to travel, you know. Yeah. And I'm just like I I can't like I can't anymore because. I you know I heard like what Jake had to say about pedals and stuff and I'm like you know he's right so maybe I should kind of dial it back but I still had reverb and delay and stuff and mm-hmm. even then I'm just like you know I've already kind of gone down this rabbit hole I'm just gonna go all the way I was gonna strip everything um, I sometimes ask for a little reverb when I'm on stage like I'll, I'll ask the sound guy if he has reverb but he's like no why don't why wouldn't you just bring your own reverb pedals like I didn't but that's fine thanks okay. never mind <laughs> never mind <laughs> you know sometimes they'll give you that look like why wouldn't you bring your own reverb pedal? <laughs> it's like, I just thought you could... Okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. Don't forget I asked. Forget Usually I asked. Usually people who, who like reverb kind of yeah. have a specific type in mind. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so that, that makes sense too. But but yeah, because yeah. ukulele is an acoustic instrument, mm-hmm. um, basically reverb, yeah. chorus, delay maybe. Yeah. But other than that... I'm not a fan of chorus. <laughs> I actually loathe chorus. <laughs> I loathe chorus. And but, it's because I played in a church a lot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. everyone and their mothers had like chorus pedals. And uh-huh. it's like, ah, oh, can we just sound natural, please? Yeah, and instead yeah. of this kind of teeny, I don't know. Anyway. But but it's, <laughs> anything beyond that yeah. is usually like, you know, reserved for more electric kind of mm-hmm. instruments. So it's, it's funny that like the idea too of chorus, <laughs> yeah. right, is to fill out the space yeah. that you don't have for like if you're... Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm only playing guitar by myself, so I'm going to fill out the space with this extra mm-hmm. chorus. But there are definitely bands I've heard where it's just like, everybody <laughs> use chorus now. Yeah. <laughs> like, why, why are you guys making it sound like there's 12 guitars? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I guess yeah. so. It's, and it's, it's good like for it, making one guitar sound like a 12 string. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Then, it's not even like 12 guitars sounded good. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, 12 yeah. guitars sounding really tinny and sounding just like... like 12 string. Oh my like God. A, like I'm a not, band I'm of only 12 like string guitars. Yeah. Out of all the like <laughs> pedals that I've ever owned, not once have I owned a chorus pedal. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It, it turns into uh, like... Uh, 
Uh, not to put down anybody, but mm-hmm. if you if you grew up in Hawaii and you played in a school like ukulele club, yeah, <laughs> you know how like those kids will sound, where it just becomes like a droning hive of like, oh, that's that chord. But I can't really tell. They made a pedal for that. It's called the chorus pedal. Yeah, <laughs> and that that is what like multiple people using a chorus pedal sounds yeah. like. It's just like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. it's a C chord, but yeah. I don't know where the downbeat is (laughs) and it's all happening at once yeah 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 feels like i'm surrounded by everybody playing the c chord (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's i don't know people like it and that's it's really it's really tough because those all the all these things that we're talking about really is um you know is up to you like as a musician and stuff and and it's not like any one rule and uh it's gonna be just like last week where we talked about the anchoring and not anchoring and stuff some people like to anchor some people don't you know and it doesn't uh it's really personal preference at that point for for myself like i just prefer to sound like an ukulele player you know not Mm -hmm. like an ukulele player trying to sound like a guitar player um that's honestly my my only my only reason now and like, because I don't like to lug stuff around anymore. I already lug around enough stuff, so. Yeah. Oh, also, so, we have, um, uh, in one of, our, oh. one of our master classes, we had Imua Garza oh, break down his, yeah. Yeah, his uh, pedals. So. I was going to say that, like, what does yeah. Abe use? It doesn't even play on stage, right? He said that he, he's, uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't do stage stuff. So I don't know what kind of pedals like, he would be using. He's not a stage musician. Who, yeah. Oh, Abe. Yeah, Abe, Abe, not Abe. Yeah. Abe, Abe. It is Abe. It's Abe, you're Abe. <laughs> but uh, I guess, I mean, if he's just yeah. kind of fooling around at home, maybe, you know. Shout out to Abe and Abe. I mean, Abe and Abe is the Abe podcast. Uh, ukulele podcast with Abe, is that what it's called? Yep, Abe is ukulele. Abe is ukulele podcast. Shout out to Abe. Um, yeah, so that was surprising. You know, seeing like seeing Victoria Vox, uh, Vox kind of pull in with with all her like pedal stuff but it was it was a cool show you know i I dug it and stuff i like the loop stuff that she's uh she's been doing it adds a lot to her shows you know and um so some people kind of know how to how to use it really well and some people you know don't um my favorites being um kahai introduced uh me to um who's that guy the red hair from uk Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's an up and comer. He's a nice up and comer. I, I was waiting, like, I, yeah. He's I was, a great. He's great was, at looping. That, that yeah, kid's yeah. gonna go places. <laughs> Maybe we should have him on our podcast, guys. Like, he needs the views. Might have a hit or two. <laughs> I was thinking, there's a couple of obscure people I know I've shown you. Yeah, for, like, I was like, no, no, that no, the one guy. Oh, okay, the, no, the no, rap no. guy with the, uh, <laughs> the possibly need, one the of you the need most well known person who uses the loop yeah so he's he's great at looping and and the thing is if you listen to any one of his songs and stuff like he'll do two three loops max and he'll get started with you know like either with the song or some kind of riff to get me really hooked onto the song or like getting me pumped up like and uh, and ready for the tune to start where like i don't you know if uh if if you're going there and you're like clicking your you know clicking your loop pedal and going And that's like that's going on loop, and you're just like kind of standing there waiting for the loop to end, you know? Like you're not, 
I just don't like watching somebody just stand there. You know, it's one of those. It's one of those things. And I know what you're doing. I know you're waiting for the loot to be over to get create another loot. But you know, guess what? You can just like you can add like start little going, stuff. Start yeah. start going with other things like while you while you're doing. But I don't know. I'm not here to to uh, to, <laughs> to talk about um, to talk about that or to put anybody down or whatever. But what they do is what they do. It's apples and oranges, people. But just for myself, I don't. That's why I log Aaron. Aaron's my loot pedal, you know. Aaron, yeah. <laughs> I actually I call lay my down the background <laughs> as you play. I actually uh, I call my loot pedal Aaron. Aaron. Like the loot pedal by um, was that the um RC? Is it eighty or something? Like no, I forget. It's a loot pedal the like boss. the like the boss loot pedal and is it the two whatever? I think it's RC something. Yeah, I forget. RC eighty. Mm, 30 30 yeah. yeah I think it was the the two the two pedal one yeah I um 30. I named I named that pedal uh Aaron <laughs> just because it's like well Aaron Nakamura couldn't make it but Aaron's here you know like <laughs> yeah and I think uh Ed Sheeran and Kirby Keel my two favorite loopers that I've ever heard and Kirby Keel you wouldn't even know that that guy is looping but he is mm-hmm. um <clears throat> all of a sudden you know, like he's he's playing his guitar and stuff, and then you're like, okay, cool. It's a it's one guy playing one guitar, and then all of a sudden you hear this like in uh, where it should be, like the when he gets to the picking part, the picking part happens, and you're like, wait, what? How is he picking and playing the guitar at the same time? It's just so smooth, like you don't even you know you don't even know. Like it just sounds like one person playing one guitar. But then, like playing the rhythm and the uh, and the um, and the picking at the same time, it's so trippy. Like he doesn't, he knows not to step on his rhythm's toes. Like he knows when mm-hmm. when to do it and when not to do it, and when to hit the button and when to loop. And he knows exactly when to start the loop, so that by the time he goes, uh, you know, he does the picking, like the loop is ready for for him to use, and it'll kind of just go from him playing to the loop, like really, like. Just with finesse, like it's just yeah. so good. That it's the best way I can explain it is just so finesse. Like when he stops playing and the loop takes over, you don't even hear the transition. It's crazy. Yeah, I, yeah. I think both him and mm. Ed Sheeran. The reason why they're so good is because they don't just think about like mm. layers. Yeah, and like tonally making layers. They mm. think about rhythm, like yeah. making layers with rhythm, mm. and like that's where like I think people who try looping you know and they don't practice like oh mm-hmm. getting my rhythm really good and then making it so it's like oh if i was playing drums this is where i would put the snare you mm-hmm. know instead they're just like oh, i'm gonna do like four on the floor the, throughout the whole yeah. thing and just keep layering that yeah. over and over and that's where yeah. it's like uh, it's like a big sound but it's not like a big coherent sound it's <laughs> yeah. loud it's getting oh, louder um, Mike Love is another like, yeah. Mike Love is great. Fantastic. Yeah. Love is great. I but, uh, but, there's that song that he did where like he just said like some words and he looped it and like, yeah, he made some like an entire thing. Yeah, then, it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Something uh, we were just talking about Carly too. Mm-hmm. Carly's pretty good. Carly's at great. Too. Yeah, Carly's mm-hmm. great. Where, where she she does she hooks up uh, like her synths right to yeah. the, mm-hmm. the pedal yeah, to, to play mm-hmm. like bass mm-hmm. and stuff too. So it's not all just the same thing. Yeah. But yeah, even Carly will start singing within like the first yeah, yeah. Know, they, 30 it, seconds. Because of, of both, the tune, both yeah. of them, yeah, Carly and Mike Love, mm-hmm. like they they make it a part of the song. So yeah. you're not waiting for anything. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always something that like kind of comes up. Yeah, but... it's like things are already <laughs> happening and then they're looping also. Yeah, so. I've, I've just seen it. So, I mean, here on this island too, you know, like I'm. it's just like... 
hit the button. Yeah, hit the button, it's, it's going, and it's like and it's then, going, okay, and there it's almost else? like they're admiring. Like, yep, that was a good loop. That was good. That one was good. I'm gonna keep that audience. Uh-huh. Uh, now, what do I do next? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Like, oh, just play your tune. Play your tune. I'm it, gonna keep drinking that. It now. also should. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen people where like they're testing out almost. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sh- does this harmony work yeah. with this loop? And it's like, yeah, no, it shouldn't be like the time to, to <laughs> yeah, figure You ever out. like watch somebody live and like they delete the last, like the last loop where like it was obviously like a, you know, like a mistake or like, oh, what happened to that last one? You know, the the only, <laughs> the only person who like I, I saw them do that and I appreciate mm-hmm. it was like Katie Tunstall. Mm-hmm. And the reason why she did that was like, uh, sorry, guys. You guys started clapping and I got really into it. And <laughs> my my loop was like started jumping, so I got I got to restart over. Yeah, but like that's I yeah. And then she just like started clean, and then mm. from there it was like yeah. perfect. But then usually it's kind of like trying to be sly. Like, yeah, let's delete that last <laughs> one because it wasn't on. And like, oh. Or like if you mess up, just you know keep going. Cave story. Remember like when we did that cave story yeah. uh, that that ukulele challenge cave in Cape Cape Town as a cave story. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know. Cape Town, yeah, the Cave Kid. Uh, yeah, I think one of his last loops, like right at the end of the song and stuff, like he had like uh, a bunch of loops and whatnot, and he did like a like a picking loop. And I think like one of them, like he just missed a note by just like how, and he corrected himself. But it's like it's fine if it if that was like a live thing that wasn't loop. But since it's loop, that's gonna happen every time a loop comes around. It's kind of cool. <laughs> like oh. Because uh, he just kept going. What? Why I say it's cool? Because he just kept going. It's like, okay, the people who know will know, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. But the rest of the audience, whatever. They're, yeah, they're fine. And that's the thing. Like, even though I know, I'm like, hey, good on you he for, uh, for this, keeping going. Yeah, the yeah. stage presence yes. to, to yeah. keep going. Good on you. You caught it because you see it in his, in, like, in, his, uh, in his body language. Like, oh, well, whatever. Just keep going. Yeah. Sign of a professional. He's a kid, too. So it's just like, mm-hmm. good job, kid. <laughs> Go, uh, going back to uh, your DI and your yeah. setup and everything, uh, I like earlier I asked like, oh, so that's what you use for live? Yes. And I was like, uh, I was asked, trying to ask like, do you so from there you you go from your uke to your DI, mm-hmm. and then from your DI to the sound system, mm-hmm. do you do XLR or do you do quarter inch? Uh, depends. If it's a bigger venue, I'll um I'll go straight to like XLR outs. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it works as a DI. But if um but if it's a smaller venue, it's like too much of a signal because going from an active ukulele to an active venue DI, um I I tend to go a quarter inch out because a quarter inch out is a uh, is is a like smaller a signal, signal, yeah, weaker signal. So it's not gonna blow the uh, you know like the smaller venue sound system and stuff. So when I when we play Wednesday nights, uh, we just have a small you know like little um, two speaker setup. Yeah, yeah, two speaker setup, and it's like although it's fifteen inch like speakers and stuff, I just still don't want to. And then you can definitely handle. The XLR out and stuff, and I've I've used it before, but it's just too much. I feel like it's a lot of signal that like every like small you know like notch on the uh, on the volume is gonna give too much of a signal. So I, I like to uh, give a lot. Kind of like imagine uh, you know having friction versus um, geared tuners. Like I like it kind of geared, so I have a little bit more to kind of play with and stuff. But if you're kind of that one to one friction, where like you just want to turn it just a little bit, and it gets a little bit difficult. So. Um, but bigger venues, um, 
with the you know with the bigger speakers and stuff um, I actually like it with the XLR out because it's enough signal because um, a lot of times the um, the sound man will kind of tell you like oh can you just turn it up all the way you know like from from your end or so I can kind of control it here and you know with with that I never hear that anymore and they're like hey, can you like turn it off so I can get more signal from you it's like I'm giving him enough signal so that he can play around with it like on on the board to, uh, to kind of set me where I need to be yeah yeah and like it's being or like doing that kind of sound stuff mm-hmm. I would imagine that they want a, a lot of signal coming in because they don't want to act like if it's too soft, they don't want to have to boost and mm-hmm. put on extra gain. Yeah. Because the more yeah. gain you put on feedback, yeah, yeah. feedback and sound, mm-hmm. and you know, you just get like more problems. So if they get like a good, clean, like loud signal going in that they can even turn down, mm-hmm. they probably prefer that yeah. than rather yeah. than having to boost it themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So XLR outs, um, I do that on on bigger like uh, like bigger venues, small venues. I just go quarter inch out. But I guess it also depends on the sound system too. Yeah. So like for our recording setup, mm-hmm. like right now, mm-hmm. uh, you're just going straight into straight. like it's a... not going to anything else. It just goes from my ukulele to your um, focus right. Yeah, like a, yeah. S- a little sound recording thing. And then for videos, we'll usually do DI. the ukulele to a DI. Passive, passive DI, yeah, yeah. Passive DI. And so with that, we use an XLR to go so to the camera. Here's the passive DI that we have. So I've shown this before. Also, there's a radio JDI. Love, love, love this thing. And this thing's a tank. We've had this for over mm-hmm. 10 years, I want to say now, you know, like about about there, about 10 years. And it's, you know, it's lasted us this long. I think I bought this from our first time at NAMM. And um, yeah, it's it sounds awesome. It does the job. It's not fancy. It just yeah. it just gets the job done. You know, you can't you can't change yeah. the sound. Really, it just yeah, it sounds like what it sounds like. But yeah. it gives a nice clean mm-hmm. signal. You yeah. know, that's that's what I love about this thing. So for those of you folks who are wondering what kind of setup that we have for our ukulele on the ground videos, is basically just this radio JDI. This is like this is the secret sauce right here. Like it's a nice clean signal. And then nice clean signal for my ukulele. Go to this. Goes to the camera. That sounds pretty good. So okay. for for the last play along, mm-hmm. that's exactly what we used. Is we had you plug into the radio JDI mm-hmm. into the camera, and then we had Steven, because we didn't have an, an extra yeah. one. We just had him wearing like a lapel that could kind of pick up his mm-hmm. ukulele too. Yeah. So yeah. So and it, yeah, sounds great. Um, this thing, I think it only broke one time, um, and not. Not like the you know, the stuff inside, but I think the uh, the screws came loose, and Aaron, you had to uh, kind of re like re screw this thing so that it's a even a little bit tighter, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, I think that's just something that happens to you. Only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the it happens came, in my car. <laughs> yeah, the screws came out of your your uh, your sound system head too. Yeah, so, like I don't well, think that happens to anyone. There else. are gremlins in my than, car. <laughs> For anybody else who picks up the radio JDI, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, there's a unicorn in my car just unscrewing everything, I swear. Well, but, like, uh, even, yeah, good stuff. Even when we travel with that, mm-hmm. we throw it inside of our suitcase and then we throw mm-hmm. it against like metal plates and stuff that we use <laughs> to hold up like our, our mic stands and mm-hmm. everything. And then it comes out okay so yeah, yeah we, we really don't baby that and that's a yeah. great uh, DI made in Canada folks made in Canada <laughs> radio um, there's a bunch of other radios if uh, 
you can check out um you know radial uh radial di's there's like active ones and stuff there's some multiple ones if you guys want to check that out but radial is one of my favorite if not my favorite di that you know they ever use if i i could actually combine the two the venue and the radial i can go from the venue quarter inch to quarter out which then goes into the input of this and then uh, xlr out and then mm-hmm. that, would, that would have a pretty nice signal uh yeah. well why would you I guess for a bigger venue, I could do that because um, it'll give a, a bigger signal because it's um, XLR out. Yeah, but you have just, like, XLR regular... out on your on your <laughs> LR bags. I guess. But, you know, I, just, <laughs> I like the radio, <laughs> but I guess it's passing through more stuff and it's dirtying up the signal in that sense. But yeah, um, radio G- J- uh, JDI. There's other ones like called like Great River is another you know another good one that's like pricey and there's like avalon which is even pricier and it just i mean you get what you get i mean same thing with like uh we've talked about um cables in the past and stuff there's like five thousand dollar gold cables like that's you know i'm sure it sounds great but it's like it's a little overkill yeah we Mm. kind of we said it before like uh Mm. the higher you get with uh, music equipment mm-hmm. usually the return on investment gets mm-hmm. smaller and smaller like it is better mm-hmm. but then how much better is it mm-hmm. from like a five thousand dollar cable yeah. to a one thousand dollar cable it's mm-hmm. like not that much yeah, yeah I, I don't know have you checked out avalon before i think it's called avalon like avalon like have uh they have some great di's as well that i was kind of i almost pulled the trigger on one of those think, but they're like five six hundred bucks yeah. like for you know for a di maybe <laughs> for a microphone for your ukulele Weren't you telling me? I think you said that their preamps is good or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like Avalon about. and Great River also. They have like some cool preamps and stuff. But uh, Great River is another good one. Another stupid expensive one. But uh, Radial is more in my um, wheelhouse as far as uh, price goes. Yeah. So I got one of those. And I got it even cheaper because I got it at NAM. And it was just like, hey, you guys don't want to pack this, do you? I'm going to just buy it from you. Like, Hundred bucks or so, <laughs> however much I bought it for and stuff. Like, yeah, I guess you can buy it. <laughs> so it's cool. That was like the floor model at Nam. <laughs> okay. Uh, do we have any other questions? Uh, before we move on, mm-hmm. too, I wanted to like make sure we cover. Um, did you say what uh, pickup you're using? Because he was wondering oh, too what pickup you're using. Um, I use the pickup that they have uh, stock over at Kanilea. It's like four crystals kind of pickup. Um, it's called Artec. Uh, I think it's a-R-T-E-C or R-T-E-C mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's an R-Tech pickup um, for individual crystals active pickup but um, Kanilea calls them the Peg Pals pickup but I think they're called the Kanilea pickup now because Peg Pals is not a thing anymore uh, yeah, so yeah, I think it's called the Kanilea yeah, yeah, pickup it's, so. their, it's just like the pick stock pickup you know yeah. it's just as like the as one that they, they as, have uh, installed mm-hmm. it sounds great you know yeah. <clears throat> I'm I'm more of a um, Fishman Natural One guy, but they don't make that anymore. And uh, they usually kind of have some grounding after a while. So I just didn't want to keep going back to Kanilea and like fixing the grounding issue and like and re-putting like a new, um, uh, it's like a pickup, pick, like pick up the, the little piezo thing, the undersaddle yeah. pickup part. Um, there's like a red film around it and that gets kind of scratched up over uh, over time and that scratching um, leads to grounding issues. Uh, so I stopped using that, but that sounded the best. Yeah. yeah that natural mm-hmm. one. Uh, Matrix, Fishman Matrix Natural One. Yeah. If Mike, uh, huh? uh, Mike mentioned that mm-hmm. pickup too. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I think he got confused because I think you just you, you said in previous live lessons yeah. that that's the pickup that you like. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the past so many years, the pickup that you've been actively using is, is the, this one, the Artec. Yeah. yeah. And, and even like uh, on your stage shows mm-hmm. and stuff too, right? Like that's yeah. the one that's installed well, in your, uh, your Datuglo too. Yeah. yeah, the Artec just, just gives me a lot of trouble as far as balance goes, you know, like. Um, once I have it dialed in, though, it sounds great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have, you know, the Kanye guys to, to kind of thank for that and stuff. Like, they'll balance it out. But at that point, like, if you're not an artist for, like, you know, for a company, like, how do you balance it out yourself? So it's it's tough because I will say that I use an Artec, but it's not, like, something that I would tell people, like, oh, everyone, change it to Artec because if they change it and if the um, if the signal is, you know, like, uh, is a little bit mixed up on, on each string, they were like, hey, Aldrin said that this sounded great, but how come my E is so, like, so soft in comparison to my C string? I was like, it's Aldrin's fault. I was like, no, 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 you have to set it up correctly, and it's tough. It's tough to set it up. I can't even set it up, so. <laughs> yeah. Jim, Jim mm. mentioned in the chat right now that yeah. Connie Leia actually has, like, four pickups, mm. four different pickup options. Yeah, you can use LR bags, you can use the Matrix Infinity and stuff, but I think the Artec is what comes stock. Yeah, or if you get uh, their active pickup, I think. Yeah. yeah, and I think they go my size as well. So mm. it depends on what you want. So, you know, Jim, you're right. As far as options goes, you have different options and stuff. But if you're just like, give me, uh, you know, just give me a pickup. They're like just calling it... Yeah, the Kanilea exclusive passive, yeah. Kanilea exclusive active, yeah. and then Kanilea exclusive active with volume control. Mm-hmm. Oh, those yeah. Are your, those are your I three options. For that. No, I, I, I didn't want... Uh, I didn't so want you didn't that. have... You, your, yours doesn't have the volume control? Yeah, it could have. There's a, there's a thing you can um, you can plug into it and you can add in a volume control, but I just... I didn't want to do this not. like on stage yeah, you know, or yeah. whatever. I already have the... LR bags to mute it so I don't really need that I think when you you order from Kanilea too and you do mm-hmm. a custom right you, you talk to a rep and you can even like send in a pickup yeah, if that, you have you one that you use. preferred mm-hmm. uh, but those are just the ones that like from their stock like mm-hmm. oh can I get this you know mm-hmm. like can I have it built like this yeah well uh, I do have some reserves of natural like um, natural ones or natural twos and stuff um we should do like a big give. I have like four of them. We should do like a big giveaway of one of them. I have four of them left. But I might be shooting myself in the foot Not, right now. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe. Because I I don't need four of them. You know, like I I could just give one away. But we'll see. We'll maybe um we'll, we'll do a we'll do a special one. The the natural future. one you want to give. Yeah. Away? That yeah, actual like the best pickup for ukulele that you could get, <laughs> but it has to go to somebody that will use it. Well, yeah, so yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, but actually put it in. I don't want to just let it go to waste, the, you know. Yeah, and, and when you have a pickup installed, mm. uh, we we tell people like you can try and do it yourself, but it usually yeah, you'd is have a to better go to a option. Yeah, <clears throat> I would, but it's gonna be a tough one, so maybe not. Yeah, because um, I do have, I have a bunch of extras. Um, because my, <laughs> I have a, I have a friend Tom. Oh, mm-hmm. in the um. Uh, at the old music store, he fixes guitars and stuff. And whenever he fixes guitars or ukuleles um, that has that pickup, and they want to change it out, like he usually like takes it out, and then he leaves it and gives it to me, sells it to me for like 20, 20 bucks or something, you know. So I've used at least three of them, and I still have four left. So yeah, I have I have some That's kind <laughs> of, reserves. If, if we give it to somebody too, yeah. it's kind of like. 
hey, here's this thing. Now spend 50 extra dollars <laughs> 50 to get in. To $100 because yeah, you might need install. to get another uh, of the under saddle part because that part might have been um, scratched up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, but yeah, I have the brain. So, <laughs> the brain part of uh, of the natural one because that's really all you need. You need you just need the brain, and uh, all the other parts like you can just go to Fishman or Stu Mac to get the um, you know the part that goes underneath the ukulele. Yeah. Steward well, Mac is it's called the Stu Mac, right? That's what it's called. Like Stuart. the place Steward Mac. Yeah. yeah McDonald. <laughs> Stuart McDonald. Yeah, Stu Mac. Uh, that's a cool site. If you guys don't know about Stu Mac and stuff, and you guys are interested in like like ukulele parts if you guys need a certain ukulele part or a certain guitar part and stuff you guys need tuners you guys need whatever like they have it there steward mac donald <laughs> too bad uh i think uh we uh, we've also covered it before but uh can you briefly uh explain why you prefer the uh active in your ukulele mm. to I'm- passive it's it's as simple as uh as more signal so the the active uh you know it does run off of a battery, so the battery will boost the signal, so you get more signal going to the um, whatever amplifier that you're going to use or whatever sound system you're going to use. The passive um, just basically just takes whatever you know vibrations, like a piezo. Like I mean, I guess they're both piezo, but it just doesn't have the battery to give it that extra boost. So no, no battery to give an extra boost. So it's um, it doesn't have as much signal. But people like it because. Instead of, you know, the signal being boosted and the signal coming from here, it actually comes from your whole ukulele. So a lot of people like it because it gives more of kind of like this woody sound or like the ukulele kind of sound to it. Um, but I'm not a fan because I, you know, I, I do two-hour shows and I'm constantly doing this. And I don't, want to, I don't want all that noise to be heard on the speakers. But it's apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, some people prefer to like, shaping the sound Mm -hmm. getting a strong Mm -hmm. signal it's like we were saying before Mm -hmm. they prefer to get a stronger signal that they might can turn down themselves rather than having to over boost all the way up yeah yeah, to get more and and enough of this like oh but this you know this ukulele isn't active and stuff but it uses that like tiny watch battery or whatever like that's not going to give you enough signal you might as well use a use a passive ukulele and i know some people are like no it works really great but you switch that out with one that uses a nine volt and stuff, then you're gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, this is this is better. <laughs> you know? There's an episode of Parks and Rec where like um uh the the manly man guy and and like the the all vegan guys like oh you know um have you ever had like a vegan burger? It's like no, what the hell is a vegan burger? <laughs> so you like they had this burger contest where he makes like this fancy schmancy vegan burger and then um and the guys like the judges ate it and he's like man this is so good i, I feel like this tastes like how beyonce smells <laughs> and, and the uh and the, the manly mad guy just like oh here's a you know here's a burger and a bun you can put ketchup on it put like cheese if you want care. to and then they ate it like yeah this is way better <laughs> Because the the fancy schmancy garden was like it's a garden burger with arugula with like this balsamic whatever you know like reduction and this and and whatever and um and uh you know the, the other guys like yeah just here's here's a burger with on a bun you can put ketchup cheese whatever you want and automatically like oh yeah this is this is way better. <laughs> this is... <laughs> 
this one tastes like a burger <laughs> because it is a burger. <laughs> but yeah, the first when they were eating the first, like, oh man, this is so good. This tastes like how Beyonce Sorry. smells. Sorry to the vegans out there. <laughs> we're not trying to make oh. fun of you. Right? No, no, no. It was just it was it was on Parks and Rec. It just yeah. reminds me of that where it's like, oh yeah, this this pickup is you know it's better than the passive pickup. You know, it's like maybe it, I, I could consider it as a tweener between like the passive and, and an active pickup and stuff, but it's definitely not. Equivalent to an active pickup with like a big <laughs> nine volt battery, like yeah. in there, it's just it's, it's not. It's, like, it's not. It's kind of just to math, make vegetables right? taste like meat. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, because I think they're trying to get rid of the weight. You know, like they don't yeah. want like yeah, the, the, the heavy nine volt. Yeah. yeah, and uh, you know they're using that watch battery, but it's just not giving you know as much signal as a uh, as the nine volt does. And they're like, oh, the superconductor will like, you know, will uh, will charge the battery, and that's cool, and that's cool that it does that and whatever. But uh, and I first learned that, I'll, you know, um, when Dominator came over to Kauai, and uh, and he had one of those because it was really early, like of the my side days, where like um, you know, the, all the rage was like putting my size on on, on ukuleles and stuff. Um, so Dominator um, came, you know, came down, and he wanted to jam with me, and we plugged him into the same sound system that you know that we had. And back then, you know, with uh, I was using a Kamaka, but I didn't even have this fancy schmancy DI. I just plugged straight in, you mm-hmm. know, like it was just from the ukula to that thing. So it's not like I had a DI that would boost the uh, the signal, and we were both plugged in, and I had to really crank his up, you know, with uh, with with that pickup that he had, and um, and it was like feeding back, and it was just one of those. Like kind of horror stories where like okay, um, how about we yeah. showcase how good you are? <laughs> yeah, but... you know, but it's but it's tough. So we're just like okay, maybe if we just turn every, you know everybody else down, we just kind of play super duper soft. Like maybe we could hear like, yeah, dominated yeah, yeah. ukulele. So that's uh, that, that's what we did. There's a video of that I think. That that that's also the thing mm-hmm. too. Is like uh, people who have it, they're like, oh, but I I've got it figured out on yeah. my system, and it's like, yeah, I don't tell that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it just takes yeah. it. Either side, passive yeah. or active, you gotta just figure out what works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Then, you know. So you know, maybe it's not a passive, but it's definitely not as active as uh, as it could be. So it's like a nice tweener and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, we we only have a little bit of time left. So, yeah. uh, Loathen asks, um, should ukulele complement or contrast one singing voice? Mm. Uh, and before that, Question. they said. Uh, I got a new ukulele switch to concert. Sounds so sweet. It matches mm. my voice better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a mezzo. That's what I'm think. What I nice. think anyway. So um, it should it should complement your uh, your your voice. I believe in you know voice. Uh, just based on my opinions, another one of those you know one of those things. I just don't want to get in trouble anymore. Of like you said this. <laughs> like okay, my opinion is that it should um, complement your voice, right? So vocals have you know have the words and they have the story so you don't really want to cover up that story with you know with like with a over you know bearing or overpowering ukulele like you know on, on top of it but to that sense you know you can use a baritone you can use a, a tenor against your mezzo voice and stuff if you just kind of play it uh, a certain way so if you change up the way that you play your ukulele the way you attack your strings and the way you you know maybe set up your ukulele um uh, because I could definitely take uh, that venue that I showed you, the venue, uh, the LR Bags venue. I can kind of EQ my ukulele to make it sound a little bit um, to to fit whatever you're doing. So although you got an ukulele that fits perfect naturally, that is that is awesome. Yeah, that is great. But other ukuleles can also kind of um, fit your your voice if uh, if you 
play it um, the way that it would match. <laughs> like you know, because uh, in a, in a yeah, way that in a way yeah. that it would match your voice. So um, I'm glad that you found that, you know you found something that that works for you, which is great. That's like it, yeah. that's rare. Yeah, it, it like it, it shouldn't stop you from yeah. like going like oh I, I'm not gonna play tenors anymore. Yeah. I'm not gonna play sopranos. Yeah. Because concerts fit me best. Mm. But that's great, though. I mean, like, personal preference is, is always yeah, awesome. Yeah. If that's your personal preference, stick to it. That's, you know, that, that works. You also never know when you're going to pick up, like, a, a ukulele. And it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, I really like this, but it's yeah. a tenor. It's like, that shouldn't yeah. stop you from, yeah. you know. That, it, it, ukulele to ukulele, it makes a huge difference, yeah. too. So just try everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah different woods different combinations and stuff um i play tenors and stuff but if i played another tenor i mean even just from this tenor that i'm holding my hand to the tenor that i use on stage they sound completely different from each other so that i i still have to kind of um play it and attack it a different way than i normally do um if i'm playing one or the other so it like uh we've also i think people too get like bummed when you tell mm-hmm. people like Oh, you just have to try it for yourself. Mm-hmm. But even like person to person will mm-hmm. change how an ukulele sounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it can be like, it's so hard to tell. Like, how are you playing that mm-hmm. so differently to make it sound so differently? Yeah. But it really can. So mm-hmm. you never know what ukulele is going to be like. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this ukulele is perfect for <laughs> me. I don't know what happened, mm-hmm. but. I, I just play super good using this. Yeah, but good on you for finding something that, that you know yeah, that works. Yeah. Like I said, that's kind of rare and stuff. Like it's one of those like magic moments where like, man, this this is the ukulele for me because that sounds good with my voice. Like, man, that's keeper. Yeah. Wife it. Yeah. <laughs> or don't... husband it. I don't know. <laughs> husband it? Yeah. <laughs> don't let anybody else tell you like, oh that's the yeah. you shouldn't play that ukulele yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just good play stuff. whatever good you stuff. want. Yeah. yeah. One in a million. <laughs> uh, any other questions? You can take a little bit more. Uh, I think that was pretty much it. Um, checking the chat again, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think that, that's pretty much it. Cool beans. Um, oh, next. Uh, oh, yes. I know there was somebody very early on mm-hmm. asking if I think uh, they were asking if you're gonna come to. Oh, when are you touring the Midwest, Michigan specifically? Oof. Um, we're going to, I mean, I don't know where the areas are and stuff, but next year, some of the stuff that um, that we know we're going to is uh, the Brown County Ukulele Festival. Mm-hmm. So we're doing that, Indiana. and we're doing this um, Pittsburgh also, like Steel City, like yeah. Uke Fest. No, and Allegheny Ukulele well, Soiree. soiree. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing that. Those two things, those are confirmed, so we're going to be there for uh, for those two festivals. The Brown County Uke Fest That's and the Allegheny, yeah, and Allegheny Ukulele Soiree, which is in March, right? It is in. I believe it's in March. <laughs> so that's what. <laughs> that's a uh, July. Wait, let me see. <laughs> let me just double check. Uh, so those are things oh, that April. work. Uh, April. Okay. Yeah, we're, sorry. We're both, March, we're both July, wrong. <laughs> so uh, those are things. Um, and and I think Indiana's in the Midwest, right? Mm-hmm. Is it okay? So Indiana's in the Midwest. You know, we uh, we're that's when we're gonna be there. January. Um, it's is Pittsburgh in the Midwest? Is it Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. Is, okay. Is all right, so uh, just it's like a little drive, I guess, right? It's not too bad. You could go from the Midwest to Pennsylvania. I don't know. <laughs> I live on an island. Uh, 
I can't even drive to Oahu, you know. I just assume that like everybody drives everywhere in the mainland and stuff. But um, yeah. So those those two places definitely Brown County, like Ukulala Festival. Well, I you guess check that you out. That's could. A fun one. Right. Yes. Right. Couple hours, two, three hours, no. <laughs> four hour, five, More. six hours. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I'm not familiar with the end. <laughs> I'm a terrible, I'm terrible at geography, yeah. but um, yeah. So those are couple uh, couple stuff that were confirmed already for, and that's just kind of the beginning of the year. So we're trying to see if, what else we can um, fill our calendar with for uh, for next year, because we we uh, we definitely want to start coming out more now, you know, than that than than before. I kind of slowed down like going out we got kind of busy and stuff but now we want to see all you folks and we have been which is great so we've been seeing you folks in denver in california and stuff uh we were supposed to go to asia this uh this year but that kind of fell through but we still would love to kind of go there and i'm in talks and going to the czech festival again so if you're in europe i'm gonna i might be i shouldn't say i'm going to be i might be at the czech youth fest but it's pretty penciled in at this at this point it's just some um some small stuff we got to go through but it's it's gonna happen <laughs> it's, it's gonna happen i just the small stuff is if i can convince my wife to let me go <laughs> she's like you're gonna go there and you're gonna have fun and i'm gonna be here with the kid watch it by myself and i'm like yeah and <laughs> right uh, guy <laughs> yeah tell heather uh, <laughs> tell Heather to let me go to check. Uh, no. <laughs> tell her. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I know I'm your employee, but I'd rather be friends with Heather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to say that you said it anyway. I'm going to go home and be like, you know what? Kai said you should let me go. She definitely No, I'm Heather. She's not going to believe you. She, we, like, whenever, uh, I don't hang out with Heather a lot. Yeah. Like, it's usually just, like, birthdays mm-hmm. or little parties. Mm-hmm. But then whenever we talk, it's always kind of that nod that like, yeah. you know that that, that <laughs> that's not what happening in the, the office, right? You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, it should be fun. So uh, we're going to try to fill our calendar a little bit more for, for next year. And I think um, another one is like San Francisco also is like it's, it's going to happen again. I was like, Cynthia, you're doing it from like from Hawaii again. That's kind of crazy. But I think she's doing it again. So we might go back again for uh for for that if not you know in the future we'll do it again we'll definitely do it again because um lenny cynthia abe um craig sarah steven all those guys are, are awesome and i would love to share the stage with them one more time <laughs> okay. uh ken so ken asked uh where do you post your touring and kind of if you just keep up with like uh you know the live lessons, mm-hmm. the jams, or Friday jam, yeah. Like anything that we do, we'll usually, or even like our song lessons and mm-hmm. stuff, we'll usually mention if something's coming up. Too, yeah. So. And then yeah. usually on our Facebook group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So any pretty much yeah. any, anywhere, we'll try to keep you guys up. Or and at the same time, if you guys want to see us in your like in your area, or local area and stuff, if there's a festival going on in your area, let them you know let them know about us, and they can kind of get a get a hold of us, and maybe we can you know we can come out, we can make a deal or something, come out there and uh, and see you folks. So so let them know, so let them know about us because we don't we don't know we're out of the loop. We're like we don't yeah. publicize either. We don't, exactly, so just we don't whoever asks. Yeah. yeah, we don't go out and ask. We're yeah. like, hey, can we go play at your festival or whatever? You know, <laughs> well, maybe we should start asking because we, I do want to go out and, and meet a bunch of people and stuff. So maybe who knows? Uh, but we'll see you guys tomorrow for a little Friday live jam. You guys have been wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us here on Thursday live lesson. Next week, um, our songs are due, so 
Uh, once again, the song challenge is this. It's an open key. You can play in whatever key that you want as long as you have a major seven. The bonuses are lyrics, hot sauce references, sus fours, and bossa nova. Okay, so... Uh, Next week, we will reveal the songs that we wrote that uh, that have those. Uh... And yeah, and then the week after, we're gonna pick a winner, and yeah. the winner gets uh, this. At least. Ooh, we finally have some. So the winner gets Halpia Mix Hawaiian Halpia. What what is this guy? What is Halpia? Uh, coconut. Yeah, coconut. Yeah. Taste of fresh coconut, like homemade. It's like a jello-ish. Yeah, it's like coconut kind of jello. dessert that's but it's co- thick, coconut thick. flavor. Yeah. yeah, it's not like jello. Like it's not gelatin, but it's yeah, it's kind it of jello-like. Kind of, it kind of is yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah, gelatinous. <laughs> but just I just think a jello is more like water-based, you know, like that's why. But this is, I don't yeah. know. It's it's different. It I is, mean, it's yeah. but it's gelatinous. It's you're not, right. Yeah. It's not like sweet too, like jello, mm-hmm. like sugary sweet. Yeah. yeah, the sweetness is more from the mm-hmm. coconut. So. Although it is sweet. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. It, it's pretty sweet. It's like coconut water. Oh, you can get adventures and add chocolate in there as well. I like chocolate halpia. It's pretty good stuff. Chocolate and coconut is always a great combination. But whatever you want to do, Hawaiian halpia. We're gonna give this away yeah. to uh, to a lucky person who and decides to you know submit a song to our song challenge. And I'll try and get a hot sauce too. Yeah, yeah. nice, nice, another hot sauce. Yeah. So cool beans. Um, we'll see you folks next time. Have a great one. Aloha.